Welcome to this week's episode of Everything You Remember Sucks. I'm the first co-host, Colleen. I am the second through ninth co-host, Anoop. And always the last, unless it's my week, which we just proved through a 12-minute long tangent co-host, Matt. No, we just started now. I, I think I just got onto the call, so were you guys talking before I got here or what? I really thought I was right. Yeah. I I think that could be the title of another sort of podcast where we just do couples therapy for you two. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's gotten bigger than the podcast within a podcast, so it's ready to spin off. And... Uh, yeah, I think that is actually a segment now. I really thought I was right with Matt and Colleen. <laughs> Sigh. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just pepper that in, cut out the first 12 minutes, release it as a second episode. That'll go viral. Then we'll link people back to Everything You Remember Sucks on the I Really Thought I Was Right podcast network. Okay. Bing, bang, boom. Casper sponsorship, Blue Apron sponsorship, Adam and Eve sponsorship. We're rolling in sex toys, mattresses, meal kits. <laughs> Never have to leave the house again. That's a pretty good day right there. You yeah. get a nice sleep. A nice sexin. A nice sexin, and then you get a nice high-protein meal. Yeah, nice eating. Nice eating. I don't hate it. (laughs) Which might have been part of the Adam and Eve stuff. I don't know, whatever. Right, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, we're not going to say what you can and can't do. No kink shaming here. Don't they give you, like, a kinch by edible underwear? Oh, my God. What happens to that underwear? There are parts of that underwear you don't want to eat. There's... My mom listens to this podcast. Uh... Yeah, I feel like she's into this conversation. Let's just she, go. There's with probably it. parts that nobody wants to eat. You know what? There's probably okay, parts that people you can, want to eat. If you can put your face in a woman's vagina, you can eat something that That's was next to her part vagina. I'm worried about eating. People do that too. That's I mean, true. we don't, but people do it. Welcome to couples therapy. <laughs> yeah. We I, don't I because my husband won't do it. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. What's worse about edible underwear is that the candy doesn't seem good. It's usually like those, like really hard yeah. pieces of candy. Break your teeth. Candy. Yeah. First of all, as underwear, right? Who wants beaded underwear? I've never thought that my underwear needs to be harder. Right. And like, <laughs> like well, that's not a, what I'm going for. And then on the other side of things, how do you even eat that? That's mm. that's a shitty piece of candy. It's like a candy <laughs> necklace. Yeah. Nobody wants a candy necklace. Yeah, I'm, the logistics are kind of confusing me now. That's why like, I say the- do away with edible underwear and adopt my new product, the cock ring pop. <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you call it the blow pop, you idiot? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty happy with mine. <laughs> They're both good. They're the both good. The pop just seemed to be right there. Well, the thing is, I think they're actually two different products. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I think in the case of the blow pop, it is a actual, it's a a candy ring. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. while you're blowing, you actually get the pop, if you will. (laughs) Whereas the cock ring pop is still (laughs) fundamentally just like a ring pop. So the candy's not, it it comes off. It's like a separate thing. Yep. It's so like you could take a break and you could yeah. enjoy that if you it's like wanted a bit to. Of jewelry almost. Yeah, yes. yeah. 
Do you guys remember how annoying candy necklaces were? Because, like, you'd eat the candy off of them, but then, like, the actual string part would get really wet, and it would just, like, sit on your neck and be all wet. Yeah. Imagine if that was on your taint. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Nobody wants that. So, wait. They're not even edible underwear because you can't eat the whole underwear if there's that Well, you could eat that string if you've got the motivation for it. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Actually, any underwear is edible underwear if you try hard enough. That's true. That's the real moral of the story. I was worried that Spooktober wasn't going to have anything that sucks. Thankfully, we got to do Colleen's pick, and she brought it in. Okay, I want to flash back to Resident Evil 4, which totally sucked. Dude, it really I mean, sucked. All right. It's really bad. It's like a fundamentally bad it thing. It really that, sucked. Yeah, this yeah. is the why our podcast exists, because your nostalgia goggles work wonders okay okay we'll talk about it. okay this week we did the like joe pesci fan okay. Okay. favorite except for matt apparently hocus pocus and fun caveat here i have obviously seen it a billion times because i had a normal fucking childhood uh, but neither a new nor matt had seen it before yeah and when the wikipedia page has to say that it's a cult classic because everyone hated it when it came out excuse me wikipedia says exactly this the movie was not a critical or commercial success <laughs> upon its release possibly losing walt disney pictures around 16.5 million however focus pocus has become a cult film largely from annual airings on disney channel so they had to resort to brainwashing on abc family and disney channel to make people like this movie but Beetlejuice would also be described as a cult classic, so I don't mm-hmm. know if you could really rely on that argument. Exactly. Did and Beetlejuice what movie lose did we go to? Sixteen point five million dollars. What movie did we go see in theaters? That's terrible. That had a movie made about it that was picking on how bad it was, and right. yet we still paid money to see in theaters. If I were to come on here and be like, "The Room" is a good movie, I'm not necessarily saying Hocus Pocus is a good movie. I'm saying oh, it's a classic. Don't back off your stance, Kyle. See, now you're going into different territory. You're it's thinking a, it's like it's so bad, it's good territory. No, it's not so bad, it's good. And it's just good for its own reasons, but it's not like a good film. Right, well, The Room is so bad, it's good. Well, so I, I will actually... Well, here's, actually, here's the game. I won't reveal what I thought. Anything about Hocus Pocus. I have comments. The comments are not biased towards the quality of this movie until the end. Because we've got one strong cards. pro and one strong con. Uh, no, these are the same shitty pieces of paper I always take notes on. But I I think this is the problem of watching like a Disney family type movie as an adult with no nostalgia to it. Is It's like a Disney Channel movie that you have no fond memories of. And to me, it does not hold up. Okay. And here we go. Oh, this is a fun quote. Harmlessly hokey, yet never much more than mediocre, Hocus Pocus is a muddled, family-friendly effort that fails to live up to the talents of its impressive cast. Yeah, I edited the Wikipedia page yesterday to add that. (laughs) The movie could be good. Like, and we're going to go through it beat by beat, right? But, like, the musical number is fun. There are elements of it that are fun, but it's just not great. Okay, so the... <clears throat> Let's set the stage here. Hocus Pocus. Also, Hocus Pocus came out in 1993 for anyone that didn't know that. Um, so I definitely didn't see it when it came out because I was three. So I'm curious when the first time I saw it was. Like, it must have been. On, like, Disney Channel or ABC Family. Yeah, 100% must have been on Disney Channel. I mean, 
think about it. Like, Disney Channel movies back then really weren't good. Um, they just, like, were a lot of them, and that was what was on TV. So, like, is it any is it any better than Wish Upon a Star with Katherine Heigl? Haven't seen it. Or Brink? Haven't seen it. <gasps> you haven't seen Brink? Have you seen Brink? I've not. I, I, they're making things up, frankly. What about Even Stevens? Is Even that a show? Stevens, or is of Even Stevens is a show. TV show. What's the one I'm thinking of? Smart House? We should... Did you watch Smart House? We should do Did a Did you game. guys have Disney Channel? Yes. No, I didn't have cable growing up. Yeah. Have you seen all yeah. the crazy movies that the Disney Plus streaming has added from like their back catalog? No. Okay, we should. I should pull some up. And you could yeah, I think we're just going to have to get Disney Plus just for the podcast, frankly. <laughs> There's one that's like the Can computer who wore it? tennis shoes. I'm like not shitting you. Like that is an actual <gasps> Did name. Did you guys see Xenon Girl of the 21st Century? I've heard the title before, but I've never watched it. I can't even be friends with you guys. Matt, we're getting a divorce. Okay. Um, also, fun fact from the Wikipedia page on Hocus Pocus is that it released in July... <laughs> Well, Halloween okay. movie. No shit that lost $16.5 million. <laughs> they should have been fined $16.5 million. And it was released on the same day as Free Willy. And also, it says the unusual summer release of Hocus Pocus is said to be due to Disney not wanting it to compete against their other Halloween-themed film, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Are you fucking kidding me? This movie came out the same year as Free Willy and A Nightmare Before Christmas. Also, it literally literally could have been out on the same exact day as The Nightmare Before Christmas. And it wouldn't have done any better than it did. It would have done worse. (laughs) Uh, I feel like you could make an argument that Nightmare Before Christmas has a longer tail than Hocus Pocus. Also, you can market Hocus Pocus to girls more than you can market Nightmare Before Christmas, which is how they thought back in the day. I don't know if that's accurate, but, you know, that's what they're... I believe it. Okay. Okay. so Take us into the plot, Colin. Yeah, let's get into this. So we start back like 300 years ago in Salem, Massachusetts. Thackeray Banks, who, by the way, I remember being a total hunk. And then rewatching it, I was like, he is the opposite of a hunk. What's up with the shirts? It looks shirts? kind of anemic, right? What oh, yeah. Doing? What is up with the shirts? What is up what with What are the- these blouses that they're wearing? <laughs> like, it was like the 1600s. That does not excuse it. I don't think things were that flowy in the <laughs> 1600s. I don't know. I think he should be wearing like burlap. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we get Thackeray Banks and uh, his... Little sister Emily, or no, is it just Thackeray like waking up? Uh, Thackeray just kind of wakes up and Emily's already pieced. Yeah, he like can't find his little sister Emily. So then he goes around looking for her and he sees her being lured into the woods by a. I think he's assuming it's one of the witches that live in their town, which I love that they just like have witches living in their town and they're just like. I guess we'll just leave them be. And then they're like, oh, no, they're stealing children now. Bummer. I'm I'm glad you're with me on that part because I was like, so they're like half a mile away from the witch's house that they know is there. Yeah. And they're like, it'll be fine. (laughs) Nothing will happen, right? Well, it's just like a bad crosswalk, you know? Like everybody knows it's a shitty crosswalk, but until somebody gets hit by a car, nobody's going to do anything about it. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, you got some witches, but like, who you're gonna go down to the zoning board? You're gonna say, hey, we need to get these witches out. They're gonna be like, okay, it's gonna take six months and some paperwork. Right, you know? no one's got the time for that rigmarole. It's 1600s. They got. Uh, all I'm saying lives. is the forest was zoned for witches, <laughs> and you know that. Whose fault is that? That's true. All right. I'm just saying they need to talk to their town comptroller three months ago, and then they wouldn't have had this issue. <laughs> so, so he follows her into the forest and finds the witch's okay. house. Stop right here! I know you've gotten two sentences as a plot. The craziest fucking thing in this movie: kid straight up charges into the forest, bare, bare fucking foot, and doesn't impale his foot on a stick or on like eight a million rock. things. He's such a soft boy. Look at him. Look he at does him, look his pale and anemic skin, and he can't run through the forest. Sans shoes. Yeah, that was nuts. And I was going to comment on it, but again, I was trying to get through the plot and also trying to not interrupt the movie every six seconds when I was watching. It, I've got comments for every six. Se- no, I, I've, the comments taper off as the movie picks up. But right now, I was just like, "Fuck this movie." <laughs> All right, so the, she gets he gets to the witch's house. They have Emily in chair. She's seemingly very calm for a child that was just abducted. She is so fucking chill. So chill. Like Yeah, clearly they saved some of their better child actors for more meaty roles. I am more nervous getting my hair cut than this girl is being kidnapped <laughs> by witches. Yeah. My social Emily, Emily was the director's daughter yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah, she wasn't great. So she's just sitting in the chair and Thackeray's like looking in and like Thackeray. Thackeray. Also, what a weird name. Thackeray. Thackeray Taylor Thomas. It is such an intensely white name, isn't it? (laughs) That's accurate. Thackeray! Thackeray! Let's be real. No, you can't have any candy today, Thackeray. (laughs) But mother, I want some. (laughs) Wait, doesn't when... Oh, I'm going to spoil a little bit. When he's a cat, doesn't he have a different name? No, Binks. Binks. That's his last name, Thackeray oh, Binks. Thackeray Which Binks. is a better name. It is a better cat name. So they gave some writers like, oh, we got to make this guy believable, but also believable as a cat. So we got to give him a human first name, but a cat last name. Well, originally his name was Thackeray Garfield, but right. they were just Disney Garfield couldn't get the rights. <laughs> yeah. If this were Garfield Presents Hocus Pocus, <laughs> might have been on board. Okay. I made it. Half a second more into the movie before y'all interrupted me. Okay. Okay. So they he climbs like into the house or whatever, and they're doing. It's like okay, so it's these three witches. They're all really old and ugly looking. They give her a potion, and she apparently, seemingly, willingly drinks it. No, he knocks it over, and this is what I don't get. How did it get in her mouth? Exactly. No, no, she had already drank some. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, he she she drank some out of a giant wooden spoon. But, like, how did she drink? She's in a house that she's so fucking calm. Like, this had to have happened to her before. Oh, she's been bewitched by Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. Who hasn't, you know what I mean? But, I I mean. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll get there. (laughs) Really? So, so they, uh, so yeah, apparently she drinks out of the wooden spoon. Thackeray's like, stop! And, like, knocks it out, tries to save her. They're, like, basically using her to suck her age out. They're like, yeah, we're going to be immortal. We're going to drink the souls or whatever the fuck it is. Life out of all these children, and then we'll be immortal. Um, And so then they drink her life, and then they're all young, and they're normal selves, and they're amazing. Um, And 
Thackeray didn't save his sister. He's all bummed out. And then they're like, fuck you. Like, instead of using your soul or your life, we're just going to turn you into a cat. And you're going to be a cat forever. And you're never going to die. And you're just going to have to think about how you didn't save your sister. And that's what they do. First mistake of many of these witches make is they could have just drank this white boy's yeah. life force. Yeah, they don't have good villain sort of mechanics. Right. They're they're kind they're dumb. But I keeping, think that's just part of the character. Keeping this cat alive that can also talk. Yeah, did they mean to make it a talking cat? Also, did he really go three hundred years without talking and then suddenly he was like, Oh, I should just talk to these humans? I bet he ran into some, like, real fucked up kid at one point in time who found out he could talk and, like, tortured him. And so he's like, maybe I'll play it cool about the yeah. whole talking thing. Well, or, like, my big thing was, like, he went, up to, his, he went yeah. up to his dad and was, like, rub it. And his dad was like, what'd you do with, before they hanged these witches, he was like, what'd you do with my son Thackeray? And bet, maybe uh, couldn't bet talk Midler yet. was like, cat, what did she say? Cat got my tongue or something with that, that saying? Yeah. Cat's got that my cat tongue. out of the bag, and then and then they all laughed. Oh no, no, no! She said ice to meet you, and then she shot him <laughs> with her freeze gun. Right, different. Pun. So the witches, the witches get captured, and they're about to get hung. Hanged. Hanged. God. <laughs> Adam they and were Eve. already there you hung. Go. Brought to you by Adam and Eve. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't get it. These witches can like shoot elect- electricity out of their hands, but right? Then. They're about to get killed and they can't do anything. So they don't lead with the lightning bolt, which is just mistake number one. Because they didn't use the lightning bolt on Thackeray right away. So he was able to fuck with them before they lightning bolted him. And then they didn't lightning bolt the whole crowd. Like, lightning bolt. You can shoot lightning from your hands. Palpatine these motherfuckers. Right. It's like the most effective crowd control method. And they're like, you know what? Nah. Never. And and th- so they're so easily kidnapped and then immediately killed. Yep. Just executed. Well, before they can die. Yeah. Before well. they die, they make a spell. Bette Midler makes a spell where it's like some virgin will light the black flame candle and they'll come back on Halloween, basically. And they're all like, don't listen to her scary witch talk. And then they hang them. Um, and then Thackeray's like, you know, as the cat form, we'll just call him Banks, is like rubbing up on his dad's legs and clearly can fucking talk, apparently. You don't know it yet, but he can talk and he's not being like, Dad, it's me, Thackeray. He's just like rubbing up and then they're like, shoo, beast. That was one of the most... It's so heartbreaking. Cats, I'm pretty sure, were domesticated at this point. And you go, shoo, you beast, to some like little cat. He's distraught about his son. Yeah, I forgot. And his daughter. And how flowy his shirt is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's it's like mostly a... He's like, my son took my favorite flowy shirt. <laughs> he's already Damn even that swimming. boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay. you like this movie. But we didn't talk yet about um, Sarah Jessica Parker's. What did she first I, say? She's like, I'm beautiful or something. I can't remember. Whatever it was, I wasn't really listening because goddamn, she let's good actresses in this movie. Uh one of the child actresses, his younger sister later in the movie, Danny, great uh-huh. actress, 
Sarah Jessica Parker's corset. Great actress. <laughs> really doing a lot of good work. On a lot screen. of lifting up there. A lot of lifting up. Yeah, a lot of lifting up and sort of a lot of like broom down broom shots that are just mm, mm. <laughs> that's a spicy meatball. That's all I'm saying. Um, <clears throat> She's very attractive in this movie. She really is. Yeah, there's like yeah. some times where I'm like, how old was she in this movie? I don't know, but there's definitely had to have been some cosplay somewhere. All of the witches are so bad, though. Like, the one who could smell kids as her witch power is always doing this, like... Kathy to Jimmy. Talking out of the side of her mouth thing. Yeah. I was I, like... I think that's actually just how Kathy to Jimmy looks. No. Yeah. And then you'll notice when her sister slaps her, her... Her... Her mouth switches sides. Hate it. Bette Midler is... Believable as, like, an old-timey witch. And then yeah, Sarah Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker. She was my age. God damn, that makes me feel bad about myself. Well, you haven't worn a corset and leaned on a broom. Try it out sometime. All right, maybe this Halloween. Brought to you by Adam and Eve. <laughs> Adam and Bree, Eve dot com suggestive broom. <laughs> Out of their new koi cosplay line. They just bought up all those Harry Potter brooms that they had to take off the shelves because they just vibrated. Oh, yeah, the ones that, yeah. And, and rebranded <laughs> My them. My first as, vibrator, yeah. yeah. <laughs> rebranded them as adult Hocus Pocus I'm one. sensing a theme for this this episode, and I didn't approve of this. This is my episode, and you guys are ruining it with your dirty, well, dirty Well, what I'm minds. saying is Sarah Jessica, Sarah Jessica Sarah Parker. <laughs> SJP. Is a smoke show, and I will stop there. No, no, we will no longer mess it, mention how hot she is. Okay, she really is a smoke show, but let's be real here. Her performance is so great. Eh? Bette Midler is just perfection in this film. She's the only good role in the whole movie. She's fantastic in this role. She's just so good. Yeah. Ugh. And they give one song that is also good. This movie could have been a musical and it would have been way more appealing. That's probably true, actually. Yeah. That would be well, an interesting thing to, to let's let's make it. Let's redo it. Let's let's make it out of the flashback and into the future. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Twenty three so, minutes in. <laughs> Jesus. So flash forward to nineteen ninety three and what did, what's the first thing that we even see? We're in the world's shittiest history class. Honestly. Fucking what, lady? What is <laughs> What lesson is this? And also... It ahead. was actual history, though, because the witches were real. Yes, fair. They were real. Still, what a weird fucking history lesson. What a weird lesson. fucking class. And she doesn't do anything when this kid stands up and is like, hey, here's my number. Yeah. So... One, a kid openly is like, that's ridiculous and fake. And then everybody in the class is like, no, fuck you. That totally happened. Which fuck is you, real. new kid. You're not from Salem, so you're an idiot. <laughs> you're from California, which is crazy. Oh my god, he's a kid from Los Angeles. But yeah, we're introduced to the main character, Max, who is such a tool in this first season. He scene. really is. And all subsequent scenes. Yeah, every yeah. part of the he movie. He really is a tool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Danny's a better character. Danny's good. In general. So Danny's right. his little sister. Okay, so he's in school. He hits on the hot popular girl, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, Who's super weird. She's like two steps away from being a Wiccan. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, you know she's into some dark shit. Yeah. Which I get it, Max, you know. Play the game, shoot the shot, but damn, man. (laughs) She literally just calls you like an idiot. And she's like, I think you're wrong and that witches are real. And then he's like, well, call me sometime. And like, like what room, high man. schooler that just moved to a new school would have that much confidence to hit on this girl? Yeah. Also, it's penmanship. Let's talk about it. Because yeah. it's not great. It's pretty bad. <laughs> he used a whole sheet of paper for his one number. Yep. Yeah. I'm glad we decided to do this episode frame by frame because... Yeah, this is going to go... <laughs> we're going to be here until about 11 o'clock at night at this rate. Yep. Well, if you you're spending at least half the time talking about how much we're talking about it like live this life this is how we do movies they're this fucking just, long episodes this is just what's happening right now yeah, yeah i'm not even tr- normally when we do Embrace movies it. i'm like all right all right let's do this let's do this shorter than the runtime of the movie now i'm just leaning in now i'm like this is no. where we this is where the content comes from so when this a noob is- doesn't play the video game we can do a 25 minute episode and we're ready to go well that's because video games are shitty episodes I hate them. <laughs> I'm against them. You hate video game episodes and you hate music episodes. We have music episodes are they can be good. We, we haven't, just haven't tried figured out the format. Yeah. I came up with a better idea. I saw that. We could talk about it later. Yeah, we'll talk about it right off now. Air. We're leaving the history class. He runs into Allison again. Allison is still. She's on that. She's good at burning people. She's cold. She hands him back a sheet of paper, and she's like, "We'll see how it goes." And then she leaves, and it turns out it's the same fucking yeah, sheet of paper. That was pretty sly. It's pretty brutal. Pretty good. Pretty good, Allison. It's like a pretty uh, accurate depiction of like a, a a popular high school girl for sure. That's a good yeah. move. I wouldn't have also used that into move magic because I wasn't popular in high school. But if I, I, were, I feel like we can't ignore that she's like into magic though because yeah. it's weird it's, it's she's i don't know if she reads as popular she just reads as the person max kind of wants to have sex with yep and that's about it and for like what is the target audience of this movie because there's like a lot of ch- young children and high school children and a lot of allusions to how much sex these two are going to have and how much of a virgin max is I don't know if they talk about how much sex they're going to have. I they actually do don't. think this movie is pretty pretty close to G-rated. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got a lot of subtitles that you guys weren't picking judging up Judging by the fact that you're bringing this up and you're talking about Adam and Eve a lot, I feel like you just, you're just horny. Guys, and it's, just... Im- it's impacting your yeah. ratings. I just Most didn't want to spoil it. I got the email. G-rated, except for Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker, Sarah Jessica who Parker. is double D-rated. Yeah, she's... <laughs> As we- no, I mean she's definitely not that. But I wouldn't fine. say double D rated. But anyways, okay, moving on. So he, we then cut to a scene where he's in like a graveyard. I don't know why. Yeah, he's biking like... around town. Classic like nineties movie yeah, shit. It's sick. He uh, hits a jump, and, and then he goes to a graveyard, and we meet Jay and Ice, who are the least intimidating bullies in. These are like bulk and skull level bullies. <laughs> And we'll get into it when we do Power Rangers at some point in time. But they're just so lame. It's they're so, so not intimidating. Yeah. This is the most white suburban version of getting jumped in the world. They do. Like they take shoes, his shoes. They take his shoes, not his bike. 
His shoes. But if Thackeray taught us anything, you don't need shoes in Salem, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, he was fine the whole time. Yeah, the ground is made of clouds. Yeah. Okay, we haven't gotten through two minutes of this movie. This is going to be painful. Okay, okay. Fast forward. He's all grumpy when he gets home because he got bullied by those really not intimidating bullies. Gets home. His mom and dad seemingly don't really care about him at all. And we're really cold to him, which, and they're just like, oh, but he's so shit. Yeah. But like, to be fair, he's written him off. Yeah, he's kind of an asshole. So, so he storms in and then he goes into his room and then he's, I mean, I feel like they could have made this scene a lot worse when he's like in bed and like cuddling with the pillow and he's like, oh, Allison could have been a lot worse. I mean, by all measures, it was about to get a lot worse. Luckily, (laughs) the the other only good actress in this movie. No, I, the witches do a fine job. They're good. But Danny jumps out of the closet, and she's just, she's she's a treat. Every time she's on screen, she does a really good job of, like, being a sister yeah. at all times. She's shockingly good for a child actress. Um, she, she, her interactions with Max are the only time Max is at all a good character. Right. They have, like, good sibling chemistry on screen. It, it does, it reads very believably. Yeah, because they, like... Start off by bickering a bunch, and it was like, I absolutely would have done that. Did, definitely did this with my sister. And then, like, you know, you get to the part where they're out trick or t- basically, he's forced to trick or treat with her, and he's bummed about it. So he goes and he takes his sister trick or treating. He's being a total dick because, of course, he is. And then the bullies are there and they're picking on him again. And he's like, I can't believe you just embarrassed me in front of half the school and then danny starts crying and he's like oh shit i should probably be a better brother and you're like yeah right. dude yeah i i like this touch in the movie because it's not it's not like the main plot point how they don't get along and how they need to reconcile like immediately it's like okay no i'm being an asshole I actually care about you. It's like established early on and they don't belabor the point. It's not like that classic fucking that's so such Disney movie bullshit where it's like, oh, I was supposed to care about my sister all along. Yeah. Like, no, maybe the character character could just like his sister. Yeah. The yeah. whole time. And it doesn't have to be a thing. Yeah. yeah it's it's n- like he just kind of gets over the fact like it's like he's in his own head and being very teenage boyish, being like, Oh, I was picked on today at school and the hot girl gave me back my number. Where? And then like he realizes like, oh, I'm family's more important than that. And it's like kinda nice. Yeah, it would just be a shitty subplot throughout this whole movie too. I mean it's got a shitty regular plot, so it didn't need that as well. I also really hated the bully scene where they're trick-or-treating because, like, there would be adults around. No, every adult is getting fucking trashed. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that party that all the adults are at is a key party, and they're gonna go home and, like, bang it out. It's gonna be nasty. This whole town, little known fact about Salem, it devolves into a massive orgy every Halloween night. (laughs) A lot of people don't know that. God. Okay, so they they're out trick or treating. They go to a house that's like really fancy. They go in for some reason and just start walking around this person's house, and it turns out to be Allison's house. Yeah, it's like this is not how Halloween works. Yeah, <laughs> never in my time trick or treating was I like, well, you know what? Let's just check if the door is unlocked, and if it is, we'll just walk in. Oh, yeah. they're having a yeah, party. How about Great. a light breaking and entering? Yeah. <laughs> 
get more candy just that a way. little bit something and, for flavor and everyone's cool with it and everyone's fine yeah also so we get into allison's house she we find out she's rich this is her house and then of course she plays the well my parents won't really notice i'm even gone because she's you know her parents are rich and they don't care about her apparently so she changes out of her halloween costume which she's like why would have been a more fun movie if she just wore a Halloween costume. No, because the, it's still Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Because someone in the budget department was like, "We can't afford to put <laughs> them in costume every scene." Yeah, change. <laughs> also, can we point out this movie is very quaint Disney movie that her Halloween costume is just like a nice dress. Yeah, it's just a fluffy dress. It's like it's not like fuckable cat or sexy. Cat. Igloo. I don't know. Cat. <laughs> also cat. Of cat. <laughs> Set is sexy Thackeray Biggs. <laughs> oh my god, that is what I'm going for is next Halloween. <laughs> oh my god. Barefoot, uh, okay. You do shirt. a cat costume, but you do like a flowy blouse on top. <laughs> um, Anywho. They, well, it turns out her mom was the curator at the museum for the Sanderson sisters. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Max is a dipshit. And I was like, that's not scary. And they go to this really like, fucking scary house. Yeah. Well, okay. So her her mom was the curator for the museum uh-huh. until they closed the museum because weird things were happening there. That's a fine subplot. So that implies that at some point during their lives, that museum was open, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was open and then they closed it. So when they get to the house, why the fuck is it full of so many goddamn cobwebs? Yeah, I I don't know. I've seen some like abandoned places in my life, never been like trespassing in one, but it doesn't seem so immediately decrepit. Yeah, why is it so fucked up in there? I have no idea. Who knows? It, there's so much spooky shit in this house too that no one would be allowed to go back in it. Like, they talk about the spell book. The spell book has an eye on it. Well, you can't see the eye. Yeah. You can't see the it, eye. In in their defense, it just has an eyelid on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Like, it's definitely an eyelid. No one would make that mistake. <laughs> they'd be looking at that. And they'd be like, oh, that's a weird book. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then they move on. Like, fucking, what is this, Harry Potter? I don't know. Who knows? Okay, so my first, like, plot hole is they know about the curse, right? That if a virgin lights the candle on Halloween. No, I don't think people know about that. Oh, no, wait, they do. They do, because they talk about it. You're right, yeah. they talk yeah. about it. If Why doesn't a non-virgin light the candle, then, on not Halloween and just burn it out? Well, so, because everybody thought they were full of shit. They're just like, oh, it's funny. The virgin lights the candle on Halloween. And then they're kids, so, like, obviously they're a little bit more scared of it. And Max is like, nah, it's just a fucking joke. I'll light the candle because I'm a 17-year-old guy who would somehow want to admit that he's a virgin. I also just, I think it would have been a better plot had they not known about it and just lit the, like, they were just in there for spooky stuff and they were like, ooh, it's Halloween, let's light this candle. And then they were like, oh, fuck, what's happening? Like, I feel like that would have been, that would have been. It also would have been a better bit if thereafter all the witches were like, a virgin lit our candle. And he's like, what? No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have the the scene where they can't see and he gets the lighter and he could have just lit a candle. But that would require the viewers to remember 10 minutes prior to this when they said the spell. 
as they were getting killed. So impossible. Impossible. Naturally. Okay. So he lights the candle. And then the witches come back. Yeah. And they immediately use the lightning now. Yeah. Yeah, because they've learned their lesson. Right. <laughs> They're like, last time we we were killed for this, so lead with the lightning. <laughs> and that's the title of my new self-help book, Lead with the Lightning, <laughs> A Witch's Guide to Succeeding in the 21st Century. <laughs> we also forgot to mention that, that Binks tried to attack uh, oh, yeah. Max. He got a fucking jumped onto his neck. It's like something out of like... <laughs> It was. It looked so fake. It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like he's holding on to this thing <laughs> on his neck. It's just such a classic, like practical, shitty practical effect yeah. that was very funny to me. Yeah. Also, another joke that would exist in a movie like this nowadays is the cat would just keep jumping at him. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like he'd go back to light it again, and then the cat would jump at him one more time. Yeah, I feel like it'd be like a bit in Austin Powers. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. You just play it to the logical extreme. Like, yeah. by the end, he's ragged and so determined to light it. <laughs> and he finally does Max, it. it's not necessary. No, I have to. <laughs> he kicks the cat out the window and then lights it or something. <laughs> oh, this would have been a good one to parody in Scary Movie. Yep. I'm I sure so. there might be. Well, no, it's not scary enough. No. But the witches come back. Yeah. They hit lead, him with the lightning. Lead with the lightning. <laughs> Um, and then, what, Binks attacks Bette Midler again? I thought he just lit the sprinkler, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, he uses the fire to light the sprinkler, and he tells him it's the rain of death or something. And these witches just immediately act like that's a thing that they know about. I and, love it. Yeah, freak out instantly. It's so funny. There's so many weird things where they go back and forth between between being acceptably ignorant to it being 1993 and parts where they're just accepting of just this is the way it is now. Yeah, they also make a lot of references as the movie goes on, and I'm like, I don't think you're allowed to know what that is. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. Newt. Kids, The kids run away. They get out of there. They trick the witches. They're out. The witches don't understand what pavement is or what car alarms are or what firemen are. It's all very funny. It's all good, good classic comedy that eventually goes out the window when they start making references later. Yeah. <laughs> but initially, they're very fish out of water witches and they decide to hunt the kids down. The kids go to a cemetery because it's hollowed ground and the witches can't get them. Except the witches can totally get them, and they do on multiple occasions. Multiple scenes take place in the cemetery where the witches are just like yeah. ready, willing, and able to get them. So Binks does not explain that they can't set foot, but they could fly a quarter of an inch you above guys, it. You guys skipped over the entire part where the cat starts talking, and everyone just acts like it's fucking normal. <laughs> right. The cat talks with a British accent, which why didn't it lose that accent in the last 300 years? But two, yes, the cat is talking and that's fine, I suppose. I guess we all just live with that now. <laughs> yeah, I guess I was just so comfortable accepting like, that. <laughs> like one of them's almost surprised by it and then immediately just starts following orders from this fucking cat. And then the rest of them just like hop on board and they're like, oh yeah, talking cat, let's do this. And Danny's like, yeah, let's adopt him. And you're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the adoption story arc is a little troubling to me because that is a 
That is a boy. That's a man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You'll never die, and I'm going to hold you captive for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. And then my my children will will have you, and their kids will have you. (laughs) This will be your grave, Thackeray. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to your forever home. Okay. Pretty much. What if one of the kids is allergic to a cat? And then you have to be like, well, you are a sentient being, but I'm going to send you away. <laughs> but you are a <laughs> My daughter's allergic to cats. You know, what if one of her kids doesn't want kids? Uh-oh. Well, that's impossible. You know what? I want this, this 1993. Movie. A woman's place is to have children. <laughs> so true. So yeah. true. 1993 is going to be 30 years ago before we know it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Okay, so they're in the graveyard. The witches are on their brooms, hovering over them, still totally able to get them. Like, such a... And uh, why they go back to a graveyard is, like, beyond me. So they're in this graveyard. The witches are making funny jokes and trying to get them. And then the uh, bet is... uh, What's her name? Winifred? Winnie? Mm -hmm. She decides to resurrect her ex-boyfriend who she poisoned because he slept, he messed around with Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, he fucked Sarah Jessica. Yes. Which, like, can you, can you blame him? You know what I mean? No, I mean, one, see, this is the classic issue, which I, I don't think she ever actually addressed with her sister sort of that betrayal trust. She chose to blame the guy entirely, which is fine. He's certainly at fault. But... I think they needed therapy and yeah. to really discuss it because clearly she's still holding on to a lot of anger about that. And For I'm like, sure. look, Winnie, 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 Winnie. It's been 300 years. I appreciate that you've been dead for most of that. Okay, fine. You know, we can all make that excuse, right? I was dead at the time. But at some point in time, you got to take responsibility for your actions and say, like, look. Yes, my sister, who was also a witch, slept with my boyfriend, who's now a zombie. <laughs> and... Some part of that is my fault. <laughs> I feel this. Uh, which I, uh, which I all, I cover all of that in my best-selling novel, Lead with the Lightning. <laughs> they were in hell at one point. They say that they've been in hell for three hundred years, and I imagine this guy, as an adulterer, was also there. They could have hashed it out. Yeah, they had plenty of time. Well, it seems like they did because he still holds a act. He's still pissed at her. Yeah. Many years later. Well, to be fair, she did poison him and sew his mouth shut. With a dull needle. With a dull needle. Yeah. So, yeah, since they can't step on the ground, they recruit a zombie. I just got to say, can you imagine if Harry, the Harry Potter movies had these broom effects to do like Quidditch? Oh, my God. Or anything. Oh, yeah. They're very slow. So It's so slow. And it's so clearly just them, like, on wires sitting in front of a screen. Like, there's, like, no real sense of movement except for a fan blowing on their outfits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's very... It's an interesting... It's an interesting choice to have this be, like, a very important effect for, like, major plot points in the movie. Yeah, they fly a lot. I thought it was just going to be the one time. It's like, no, that's kind of a main point, is that they have these yeah, or modern appliances. True. So the zombie's dumb as shit, fails to catch the kids. The kids get away to the sewers, essentially, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they fall into a crypt and then run away. Um, And then the witches leave to track them down mm-hmm. 
And there's a very funny scene where Kathy to Jimmy is like, let's do a calming circle before we leave. And that got a legitimate out loud laugh for me. Because <laughs> I was like, that's pretty fucking funny. Because then they actually do the calming circle. I really like and they, they, that Winnie was just like, I am calm. And she's like, sister. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a weird, like, they're very... It's totally out of character for them, but it's also very funny. Um, it, from that very the, funny scene, it leads into the very unfunny bus scene, in my opinion. The, uh, the bus driver was a choice. Yeah, the very sexist <laughs> bus driver bus yeah. scene. He's an interesting guy, for sure. <laughs> okay, we're also He's... skipping over the fact that that like they should be completely fucking culture shocked right now exactly they should be terrified of that bus they it's been 300 years it's not like they died at like the turn of the 20th century and there's cars coming like it was the ideas of electricity hundreds like they should be absolutely fucking terrified but they're also witches so maybe they're just not scared of things except they were totally scared of that fire truck earlier yep and like yeah. a lot of other stuff later in the movie. But look, but what's more important is that they go, they see a bunch of trick-or-treaters, they don't know what they are. They meet a guy in a devil costume. That whole scene is gold. That scene is <laughs> funny and I stand by that scene. That scene's so <laughs> they... funny because it just implies so much. Like, first of all, this guy is just like standing there and opens the door and lets these three adult women dressed as witches into his house who are calling him master clearly he's like oh there's an orgy about to go down right now and he like goes inside and he's like let me introduce you to my wife and the wife's like not dressed up at all she's got her hair and her fucking curlers and i thought that was very very clever that then the girls are like oh my gosh it's medusa (laughs) yeah i think it's great in a lot of different ways. One, because this guy clearly thinks he's finally going to get to be part of the big Salem orgy. You know, <laughs> he's, he's been out of, it, personal out of the recruiters. game for so long. Clearly his wife, she's shut down in that department. And she's like, you can't go to the Salem orgy if I'm not going to the Salem orgy. But now the Salem orgy has come to him. He thinks, oh, maybe these three women will be able to get my wife out of her shell. She's not into it. She goes upstairs. He takes it as tacit permission to sleep with these three witches yep so fucked it up. doesn't it doesn't work it doesn't work at all but it's just a treat it's just a good it's a good scene it is a good scene they get to watch tv oh yeah yeah there's nothing about this scene that relates to the plot right no it's not important your obsession with the plot matt is holding you back from enjoying this movie oh the other thing i wanted to bring up Okay, so they're on a mission, right? To get their what are they? Oh, they stole the book. We forgot to mention that they stole the book. So their their sisters are on a mission to go find their book. Like they want, they don't want to find the kids necessarily. They just want their book so that they can lure more children and get the the recipe for eternal life. What I don't get is like, why don't you just bury the book in the cemetery so they can't touch the ground? And get okay. That's not what I was gonna say. Thanks for mansplaining and interrupting me. Why don't they put it in the church? Anyways, 
why don't they eat the book? Oh, Ooh. outside the box. Why don't they make the book outside, into a nice stew? Outside My the box. My big question is, how does... Well, they could put it in a bun. How does Winnie remember the spell to bring back her ex-boyfriend from the dead, which is a very specific spell, but she doesn't remember the literal recipe for the thing that she needs in order to live like forever. four ingredients not measured. There were like four ingredients, and she can't remember it? But the, the they do mention that the book is like, the worst of the worst spells at some point i I totally agree with you that she can remember how to shoot lightning resurrect the dead well shoot lightning isn't a spell she could just do that okay that's like possess a a whole wheel that's a cantrip whole room of people yeah she had a spell she had a spell for the to put an entire room of people just enchanted to dancing to death but she can't remember yeah i'm totally with you she can't remember the recipe yeah, and these kids can't figure it's out like, to bury the book. I've the made graveyard. the flower banana bread like four times, and I could probably make it from memory at this point. It's just banana bread. Like, it's not giving me internal life. I don't know. I've eaten that banana bread, and it's coming close. Yeah. Speaking of which, is that still in our microwave? I hope not. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. It's definitely actively shortening your life now. It's yeah. a fun <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then when they get into the sewers, this part really bothered me. The kids get into, like, the weird sewer system, and Max is just, like, lighting his lighter. Like, it's a fucking light source. Like, it's a fucking lighter, dude. It's not a torch. You're not helping anybody, and you look like an idiot. Yeah, it would be more than nothing, but it's... Would it be? Yeah. Your eyes would adjust better if you just sat in the dark for a few minutes and closed your eyes. Probably, yeah. Also, there's generally flammable gas inside of sewers. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been a faster. It's like they blow themselves up and destroy the book in the process. Movie over. They can't burn the book, right? I don't think. No, because uh, it's no. It's the, they tried it. He tried yeah. to light it on fire. Okay. The other thing we skipped over slightly. Well, we talked about it. The creepy bus driver who's definitely sexually harassing these women, and they kill Banks. <laughs> yeah, they they run over Banks. But also this bus driver is a fucking creepy fuck. I tried to get to it. I know. But I'm just getting back to it now. He's a creepy fucking fuck. And I really didn't like him. Also, like, Sarah, I mean, who wouldn't want Sarah Jessica Parker on their lap driving a bus? But also, you can't do that. You can't. You can't do that. Yeah, she doesn't have a learner's permit. Yeah. She wouldn't know how to drive a bus. She wouldn't know any of that. I, I guess she did remember yeah. a cat. Yeah, she did. And the yeah. bus driver she could drive doesn't my bus think any anything day, of it. And then... We get the cop scene after this, right? The what? The, the cop scene? Yeah, they get out of the sewer. They show up oh, and they try yeah. to tell a cop that the witches are back and the cop doesn't believe them. And they run away and... The cop turns out to just be a guy in a costume, which is just, that's also very funny. I thought that was the funniest part of the whole movie. I was like, yeah, yeah. His like really like grungy looking girlfriend or date for the night comes out of the like liquor store and hops on the back of the motorcycle and they just ride away. That's pretty funny. The reason I say like this part of the movie is actually relatively genuinely enjoyable because we have the devil scene we have the cop scene and then we go right to the song sequence yeah oh yeah it's and like we, that's a good like 15 to 20 minute chunk that is actually good yeah and we get the we get the beginning of the sanderson sisters finally making jokes about modern day times even though they shouldn't know it like they say like oh it's candy 
and you're like, you wouldn't know what candy is. Yeah, Clark. Yeah, Clark. At one point in time, Clark's the witch fingers. mentions um, she's talking about lobster, and she mentions eating it with margarine and bread- breadcrumbs, yep. and I'm yeah. like, neither of those things existed. Yeah, <laughs> I. Huh. Yep. Yep. It's fine. Also, nobody ate lobster back then. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. Margarine. Yeah, just I mean, one. there's. But then they here. readily jump up and sing with microphones. Oh yeah, yeah, sir. They had, they had. There's microphones in hell. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right, where are we at now? We're at the dance scene. We're at the dance scene. Dance scene. That's great. Yeah. Okay, that's the good. dance scene. Okay, they walk into. It's like this house. The kids are there looking for their parents. Uh, they go into this house and then they run up. They just wa- start walking upstairs, and you could hear somebody faintly being like, "Hey, kids aren't allowed to be here," which I thought was really funny, and I never picked up on that until I watched it this time, uh, because they shouldn't be allowed to be there because his parents are about to have a fucking massive orgy. So, and I'm the horny one. It's gonna on this go episode? down. Yeah, I mean, it's it's obvious that it's happening, Matt. So, oh, okay, so it's, it's, if it's obvious, yeah. this is a clinical orgy. It's yeah. not. It's not a horny thing. Just Matt. like the devil it's costume the, guy, like. It's just, it's obvious. Okay. Oh, right. So they go upstairs, and I just want to talk about this house for a second. Whose fucking house is this? It was literally like they walked up a flight of stairs, and suddenly they're in a ballroom. And I'm like, the house from the outside looked like a normal house. See, what you're, what you're I missing? I thought it was like a town hall or something. Yeah, I thought so too, but this is also taking place in the broader haunted universe. Hmm. Like Haunted Mansion, Hocus Pocus, these places are just massive. You're right. Iron Man. Yeah, so en- enchantments. You know, these a people lot of people don't a tiny know house this is... and then it's a massive ballroom and they don't think anything of it. You're so right. Yeah, this is, this is the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. The three witches I actually think are going to be the main villain in phase five. I can't mm-hmm. wait to talk about the post credit scene of this movie. Okay. Well, we're not there yet. <laughs> okay. So That's they, joke, Anoop, you job. tell it. You're better storyteller. Oh, okay. So they they do the dance scene. All the parents are dancing and they're stuck dancing. The kids don't really know that. Uh, the kids run away and they're like, "Oh shit, we need to kill these witches." They've gone straight from like evading them to manslaughter. That's their next goal. <laughs> uh, so they go to the school. They lure the witches to the school and they lure them into a walk-in kiln, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Also, can is we? Is that a thing? I, yeah, I think that's. I a think thing. it is, but also, can we just talk about like all the sculptures that were around the kiln that were like really nice? And you're like, yeah, this is a high school. These would be like really shitty pots. Yeah, or like dicks. Yeah, like yeah. white penises. And it a wouldn't weird be pot. like a David sculpture, no. which is definitely what they were going for. I'm like, this right. doesn't work. So they lure the witches into the kiln. They burn these three women alive. And I get it. I get it. They eat kids. So, like, yeah, sure. They're fucked. But they watch. But they watch. They watch. They crowd around the window. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it, it's subtle. But when you look, when they pan away, Max, he's he's got a boner. I and believe that's it. fucked. God damn it. I, it's like the priest from Little Mermaid. Except <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, his boner's for murder instead of matrimony. <laughs> And I know he's later wearing that shirt that says, I've got a boner for murder. <laughs> but I didn't expect him to be so explicit about it. <laughs> so, yes, they 
I guess it's not even manslaughter at this point. This is homicide. Right. Yeah. It's this, premeditated. They, they've shown clear intent. Right. They clear forethought, clear planning. They murder these women. These three elderly women. Yep. Let me be clear. I mean, are they defenseless? No. We've discussed the yeah. lightning. They they have defenses. How could but she put lightning ladies. her way out of the kiln? It, they don't really. They play fast and loose with the lightning's well, powers. So they don't need to because they are. They could just reform. <laughs> at a later period, I which I don't get. I get that they're kids and they're like, "Oh, we did it. We could take our guard down." You've just had the most traumatic experience of your life. You are staying up until the sunrise. Yeah, absolutely. Till your parents are home, at least. Also, what the fuck is like? Okay, so you can hang these witches and then they'll go away for three hundred years, but you literally burn them alive and they're fine. Well, well they just reduced to a fine green vapor while the candles burning. They can't die? They can't die, I think is the, the context. So that's why they have to make it till sunrise. Gotcha. And then this is when we get the creepy scene with Danny, who's just like, and Binks will be my cat forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And then she falls asleep saying forever and ever and, and ever. And Binks is totally cool with it. And Binks is like, yeah, sure, whatever. Well, I, get, I think I get it because he's probably pretty fucked at this point in time. He's probably pretty emotionally devastated. He's been a cat for 300 years. That's true. At this point in time, he is more a cat than a boy. If you're a cat that is completely human sentient, could you punch it to death? Welcome to the Swiss <laughs> Oh, yeah. Squad. Sorry. Yeah. This is very important. <laughs> I think we're there. <laughs> a new jumped up. It went from fading to being the most excited he's been this whole episode. Well, yeah, because we're we're at this, I gotta get ready for a new intro to our podcast within a podcast. Of course, I'm talking about the Punch Squad. Welcome to the Punch Squad, guys. And this week we're talking talking cats. Can you defeat it in honorable combat? By honorable, of course, we mean you're in the cat's home turf, which I guess is the town of Salem, Massachusetts. Yep. In this case, yep, right. We've established that. The you are tasked with, as we know how the punch squad works, the FBI delivers you a dossier. <laughs> they say, we've got a talking cat, and you're the only man slash woman for the job. <laughs> Take it out. In terms of equipment, you have none. Right. But your your hands your hands and feet are registered as lethal weapons, so yes. if you get caught. But you also them, have a license to kill, kill, so you're you're good on that. Right. Okay, here's <laughs> yeah. the thing I'm worried about. I'm worried that if you're a cat with human thinking capabilities, that's the final form. Like the human body is not the most optimal. No. So if you combine that, so what you're saying is the the house cat is the most optimal peak physical form. I'm thinking it's pretty close. Okay, cats. um, I'm pretty. Aren't cat bites like really, really uh, like full of harmful bacteria yes so like I, I would absolutely not win against this cat it would bite me and then i'd have to go to the hospital extremely agile pretty cute come on yeah yeah they they cut out the part of the movie where max goes to the hospital to get some <laughs> antibiotics for the cat bite he got on his right neck. plus do we know how many do we know okay this is present day that we're fighting this cat yep. we're in salem massachusetts Sure, There's sure. As probably... I've said, you've received the dossier from the FBI. Right. But do ha, I'm not very good. You can tell humans apart. You can't tell cats apart. Do you yeah. know how many black cats there are, probably are in Salem? Probably uh, probably at least 15 And you have to convince Binks. this cat to talk. 
So you're going to summon some witches. Oh yeah, I think as part of this, you're probably going to need to resummon the witches. Yeah, but you're, and some none kids of us are going to die. Virgins. What are we okay, going to do? Okay, I'm resorting to similar tactics as the dog in Beetlejuice. I'm going to have to sacrifice a virgin. Like I sacrificed the cab driver to get this cat out of hiding. <laughs> I'm like, hey kid, light this candle. Oh, don't worry about that hissing you hear. It'll be fine. Cat jumps out. <laughs> you punch the cat Sucker out of midair as it jumps for that kid's neck. So you're setting it <laughs> you up. You're setting this kid I, up. That's the only tactic I got week to week is that I'm putting another person in danger. That person has lit the candle because the cat didn't intervene. They're getting the life force sucked so out. You, so you, so I've cursed every kid in Salem. I was gonna say you didn't just put one person in harm in harm's way. You put every child in Salem in harm's way. I mean, how do that, you feel about that? Just a punch cat. That was my mission. That was his mission. Do you think, the FBI didn't say yeah, to stop the summoning of the James witches. The FBI Bond said is go losing punch this sleep cat. about all the people he kills and his reckless driving and his explosions and his city chases. No. He's got the girl. He okay. punched. When's the last time James Bond Javier mass murdered Bardem. children? That's what I want to know. Skyfall. That and was actually a big part of Skyfall. A lot of dead kids in that yeah, movie. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Come on. Keep up with the subject. Yeah. There's that part where Adele kills that kid. <laughs> a lot of people. I don't think she gets a lot of credit for the song, but her role as the witch in that movie, she did a good Pretty job. Pretty excellent. She yeah. just killed Adele those children with her voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but in all actuality, like, I'm not going to find a talking cat. I could barely, I get excited when I see a cat walk across the street in day-to-day life to the point where I'm giddy and I give myself away and that cat's getting away. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're not giddy. You've got the stone-cold resolve of a cat puncher. Okay, you see a cat. So you're not going to be giddy. When you see a cat walk across the street, what's the first thing you go? What you do? Here, kitty, kitty. Well, I don't do that. What do you do? You go, oh, look, a cat. Yeah, I do say, oh, look, a cat. Exactly. See, you've given yourself away. I literally, we were on a run once, and I literally stopped us dead in our tracks. I almost put, I almost tripped Matt because there was a cat under a car, and I was concerned that the cat was going to get hit by the car, and then it just constantly hissed at me for i don't know like 20 minutes while i tried to lure it out of under this car and then i literally went up to this guy's door knocked on his door and was like hey just want to let you know there's a there's a kitten under your car and he was like yeah it's really mean i've been trying to give it milk for like a week and it won't go away but it also won't eat the milk and it's kind of a bitch but that literally happened so i would not stand a chance Mm -hmm. against this cat yeah that's why i was saying i think so you're saying you would have you wouldn't have been able to punch that cat because it sounds like the cat was pretty stationary that one you could have gotten. It hissed a lot. You're saying okay. you're going to be deterred by... The FBI has put you on this case. They're best woman. Yeah. And a little hiss is going to scare you. You know what? If the FBI really wanted to set me up for success, they'd give me a weapon and I would shoot the cat. They gave you four weapons, weapons, Colleen. Yeah, weapons that can be defeated by the bacteria in its okay, mouth. Okay, the problem is that's not a fist. <laughs> yeah, well, some would defy you. <laughs> you're doing a different type of jab when you shave your fist that way. Jab, jab, jab. <laughs> pinch, pinch, pinch. Um, yeah, I I think this cat's going to be difficult in a few different ways. One, he knows escape routes, and that's really difficult. Yep. He's got 300 years of living in Salem. Yeah. He knows yeah. the crypts. He knows the town of Salem like the back of his fucking hands. Back of his and paws. Sure, back of his paws. 
back of his well his previous human hands he doesn't remember the back of his hands from his human days it's it's been 300 years right yeah true true so back of his paws (laughs) now this cat unlike the dog last week this cat doesn't yet have sort of the murderous instinct right right because we know the dog the dog from beetlejuice had a taste for murder he was ready which the cat doesn't the cat is ultimately a benevolent person which is why i think bat's whole putting somebody in harm's way works better and actually better in this scenario because the cat has a desire to save lives which you can exploit <laughs> in order to punch this cat yeah so i do think that getting getting cajoling a virgin into going to the closed down museum to light the black flame candle is probably your best bet the only problem is you don't want to be caught by chris hansen in the process because that does involve luring us while i didn't think about that aspect of this i'm not a high schooler i am an adult man (laughs) (laughs) no i'm working for the fbi you don't understand no i just need a virgin no not like that just really no, really not, need a virgin he'll still be a virgin afterwards <laughs> probably in the lord's eyes <laughs> in the lord's eyes all right well this movie isn't good but yeah we good, can finish it off good punch squad um where were we falling asleep we're... oh uh so she, she they all fall asleep um and they oh she the... opens the book yeah. Yeah. Or he opens the book. Well, they wake back up. They wake back up, and they're like, "Oh, we should do something for Thackeray Binks. We should see if we could fix him." So they open up the book, and that leads the witches to them. Mm-hmm. The witches now know where they are. Right. They their blue their brooms got stolen on Halloween night, so they have to fly some brooms, a mop, and a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Pretty funny. It's pretty. Funny. It's, it's good pretty bit. funny. Especially, it's like a bit. Still, the effects are not great. No, no. Nope. But I do love that the vacuum's on while she's riding it yep. around, which is funny. not yeah, plugged it in, but on. Cord not, yeah, not plugged in, but on. Also, definitely. Well, not... they could conjure lightning. They could charge a vacuum. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and then we get okay. So then they they get the book back, and then uh, Sarah Jessica Parker lures all of the children in Salem to her by singing. And I'm like, where was this? 300 years ago also why is it that danny and max and allison aren't wooed by this song like none of this makes well they've already caught danny at this point in time right yeah but she's still not under the spell right because they're not singing to her yeah they got danny because they bar they like blow up the house and yeah and they get danny and and the the salt circle yeah but yeah i don't know why the song doesn't just possess max and i don't know they drive well max is too horny (laughs) yeah from all the murder earlier he can't be affected by the song true 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 yeah so then as we know despite sjp's bodacious bod max only has a boner for one thing it's murder and it's murder it's murder so he can't be swayed by the song and allison is uh she's a stone cold bitch that's so true. she's not gonna be swayed by the song either true maybe so that's why a, those two maybe you had to be asleep for the song to work i don't know maybe all mm. right so how at this they, point it's like capture the bullies capture the bullies i think they just did for fun i think at some point in time they're like we got these two they're ours now oh yeah because the bullies try and do 
they were like TPing a house or something. Yeah. Yeah, I really wish they had killed these bullies. Yeah, same. Yeah, the bullies get off too easy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they do. They get do they? Because they probably starve to death. They left. Them I in think the they house. they either starve to death, or they get out. And Max kills them to see his sort of <laughs> yeah, lust, lust for murder. I bet Max yeah. lets them starve for a while and then goes back and is like, I'm going to rescue you. But then he murders them. Oh, yeah. He lights the whole fucking museum on fire. Yeah. I see. Yeah. It. I and see he cooks it. them alive and he watches outside and he's. Whew, yeah. He's into it. It's wrong. Okay. Let's just say the pants. He loses his pants in the fire, too. <laughs> So now they're ba- the witches are back at their at their cottage thing with uh, with Danny, and then Allison and Max drive over, which didn't see that one coming. Didn't think they would be able to drive, but here we are. They drive over, try not to run over all these mesmerized children in the town. Drive over and try and rescue Danny by literally trying to convince the witches that daylight savings time exists. Yeah, well, so the thing is, like, you don't know about daylight savings time, and then they turn on the they turn on the light from the car, but it's not like daylight saving time would be scary to a person who didn't know what it yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. Like, if I pulled up on a vampire, I'm like, ha, daylight savings time, he'd be like, oh, shit, because he's been around this whole time. He'd be like, oh, no, I forgot about daylight savings time, <laughs> which is not something a vampire would do, of course, because they're a vampire. That's probably their number one concern. Right. <laughs> If the rest of us are bothered by daylight saving time because we lose an hour of sleep, it is probably of the utmost concern to a vampire. So here's the thing I don't get. Is they're kind of inconsistent with, is it the sunlight that kills them or is it the candle running out? So the sunlight apparently will kill them. Right. But they like cut to the candle a couple. If the candle were still lit. Why didn't the cat they eat were, the candle? Remember when she stole? Remember, oh, smart. Oh, the cat should have ate the candle. Remember oh, no. when she stole Emily in the beginning of the movie? It was daylight. So normally, if their light, if their candle is lit, they're fine to to go steal. So is it not sunlight? It's the candle running out. It's the candle running out and then sunlight. I'm so just... if the sunlight came, and then their candle, like, and then they got indoors, and then the candle ran out, they wouldn't have died. The, the candle had to go out, like, at the apparently it was just timed perfectly where the candle just went out at fucking. All right. Because they only had until the candle went out to. I don't know why this do is the, the part of the movie I'm hung up on. Sorry. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of plot holes. So this is just one of them. The cat should have eaten the candle. Yeah, cat. Yeah, probably. Um, no, you know what? The cat, you know what? They should have just, the cat should have just talked to somebody that wasn't a fucking virgin and been like, yo, can you light this candle until it burns down? Did I down? say that already? Wasn't that my alternative strategy? Maybe. Or that cat should have gotten laid and then lit the candle himself. This cat's been around for 300 years. He's absolutely... Yeah, he fucks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but he doesn't have thumbs like the like the, the match or the, the lighter, you know? He's a human. I feel though. like if you've got 300 years to figure yeah, it out, you, you figure can figure out how you to don't light think a it, kid. That's true. Uh, maybe, ma- I guess matches like with a matchbox wouldn't have existed. But he could, he would have learned... Yeah, he's been around. Right. Uh, okay. Surely he would have eventually learned of the concept of matchboxes, which a cat can easily pick up in their mouth. Yep. And then burn that entire yep. fucking cottage to the ground. Like, you don't need to burn the candle specifically. Yeah, just burn, burn it all. They recreate the potion because they got the book back. Yep. They get there just in the nick of time. Free Danny. 
knock Danny, over the potion. Danny also calls Winnie ugly. Yeah. And she's very mean about it. Yeah. And then the kids escape. And the three witches are like, I'm super pissed. And they're like, well, we could just eat any of the kids we have who are coming here. And Winnie's like, no, I want to eat Danny. She's a she's <laughs> such a hoe. And she hurt my feelings. Which really, they should have just eaten all the other children first and then saved Danny for last. And then they would be immortal. Or just any one kid and then just get the book back. Right. The, the, the conceit is that if we consume at least one kid, we will be immortal. And yeah. unstoppable. Yeah. Even if you just get like a day out of a kid, that's still another that's day. That's still another day. Another day. Yeah. Yeah. This this is one. It's just like okay. Yeah, I, I get it that it's like now a revenge plot, but yeah, it seems yeah. like classic, they'd be smarter. It's a Voldemort that. mistake. Right. It's just like yeah. fucking no. It has to be me, and I have to eat Danny. Right. Because her brother fucking murdered. What about Max? He murdered them. Right. <laughs> oh, Danny called me ugly. They put you inside of an oven. <laughs> and yeah, all three of them are terrible. But yeah, they called you ugly. Sure. Well, she that's you fucking stupid. that is. They don't like say it, but that is like the whole character motivation. Like they kidnap Emily not because they're going to die, but because they want to be young. Yeah, they want to be young and beautiful. Yeah, but they don't like. I, mean, I guess I get that. But they don't play that up throughout the movie enough that they're obsessed with their looks and their figures. I'm also curious. Okay, I'm curious. Okay, so right when they when they drink Emily or whatever in the beginning <laughs> of the movie. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker becomes a total fucking babe. The other two yeah. are, I mean, they're just there. And so, like, what happens if they just keep <sighs> drinking children? Will they keep getting younger? Or will they stay? Like, do they choose to stay at the age that they mm. are? Is Yeah. Because do they all eventually look like Sarah, do they get uh, Sarah Jessica Parker? Youthful or do they de-age? Hmm. Are those different? Because if they all eventually look like SJP, I say toss them a few kids. <laughs> call it a day. I mean, at least give them ice and whatever his name is. It's also yeah, ice and Jay. Yeah, it's also really funny how different the sisters really Let's look. Let's be real. Oh my goodness. Why didn't I think of this? Just tell the bus driver you need a couple kids. <laughs> After sitting on his lap, he's doing whatever you ask. He's well, they did say they were looking for children, and he made a joke about it. Yeah, he's kidnapping like ten kids for you. Yeah, yeah that bus driver casually offered to impregnate. Them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I can get, I can probably help you out with that. So fucking creepy. He's into Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah, Sarah, Jessica Parker. Okay, okay. So then they're in the cemetery um, after they got Danny, and Max runs into Billy, the zombie. Who cuts his mouth open to insult Winnie and then joins the good guys. Can you imagine? Um, and then there's the whole fight. There's the vacuum is woo while she's flying across the sky and blah, blah, blah. And they've got, okay, at this point, they've spilled all of the potion except for enough to fit in one vial. And she's like, no, I need to give this file to Danny. It needs to happen. And so she keeps trying to get Danny. And then she drops the vial or something. Or They like yeah, wrestle the vial. The bo- I think Danny knocks the vial out of her hands and or then something. Max, and instead so Max of, gets the vial. Like, instead of letting it smash and being like, bummer, I guess you can't get anyone's life. He drinks it. 
Well, so she's got him in a stalemate because he's got the bottle. And he's like, I will smash this if you don't let her go. And she's like, I will kill your sister if you don't give me back the vial. But yeah, she's also just- two feet off the ground. And also, if the the vial fell out of the sky, he could have just not made the attempt to save it. And it wouldn't have been. Yeah, his but fault. he didn't think about that. He thought, I'll get the vial. That's leverage. Right. Not thinking about because Max is willing to sacrifice any other kid besides Danny. That's that's what he's saying. He's like, I'll give you back the vial. You just got to give me back my sister. He's like, literally any child in the town of Salem, eat them instead. I mean, <laughs> fucking Allison. Yeah, I kind of want to smash, but eat her. I don't care. They could have just compromised easily and been like, yeah, just go drink one of the thousand kids back at your place and we'll let you live forever. Just don't just touch don't. Danny. Yeah. Go eat ice specifically. Yeah. Max negotiates. Give me my shoes He's back. like, fuck ice. Kill him. Yeah. <laughs> but no. And I will be your best friend. Max I'll in his help inf- you make more potions. His infinite wisdom drinks it. Yeah. So then Winnie comes down off of her broom and somehow stands on the cemetery no. for a while without it being an issue. She doesn't stand on it yet. She scoops him up. Scoops him up. They wrestle off. They fall. And then when she lands on the ground, that's when the hollowed ground. But thing. she definitely doesn't. She's like, she's straight up. Um, she doesn't start smoking immediately. It should be immediately, but it's enough but for dramatic effect for her to pick him up. Yeah, she's, uh, she's what are they, dementoring this dude, like <sighs> sucking his soul yeah, out. What a weird choice to make that the scary bit where it's just <sighs> over and over again. Well, they're just preparing kids for vaping. <laughs> <laughs> if she actually got his soul she would have blown some thick cotton yeah. afterwards disney's been in on this <laughs> yeah from the start first investor in jewel yeah 1993 <laughs> that was that's actually how they lost that 16.5 million yeah mm. they built a bunch of vapes that didn't work because they didn't know how to vape yet. Yeah. nobody knew how to vape yet so they released this this secret instructional video on vaping right <laughs> and they sort of sublimated it into people's minds so true the other two witches get hit by the sunlight they die the people win and this kills banks because it's essentially since the witches are actually dead all of their curses are lifted also it kill it kills banks but also it doesn't kill billy immediately he has to have the comedic exit where he, well, he gets to get back into his grave. Yeah, he gets back into his grave. He yawns, and then he falls back into his grave. But Binks just dies immediately. So that makes sense. Yeah. 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 And comes back as a ghost. Comes back. So as now ghost. we're accepting that not only are there witches, there are straight up ghosts. That yeah, there's witches. They're talking to a talking cat like it's nothing. Now they're just seeing ghosts like it's nothing, and they're totally fine well, with there's it. There's also a confirmed afterlife and a real devil. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. A lot of grim Medusa, shit. These apparently. kids would have the worst life afterwards because there's no way they could lead a normal life. Very true. It'd be s- such yeah. bad They PTSD. literally made the decision to burn three human beings alive. So, yeah, I think they would have a lot of problems to work through. Hey, but yeah. the parents thought L.A. was a party town. They didn't know what they were getting into at Salem. Yeah, they actually moved back to LA <laughs> shortly thereafter. Like, fuck this place. Like, it's they. <laughs> My legs hurt. They party way too hard here. We got to move back to LA. Yeah, where things are calm. Yeah. Is that how the movie ends? Is there any like after? No, right. That's it. Like Emily and 
Thackeray get reunited. The gate closes. Yeah, parents walk out. The parents walk out of the the party and they're like, woo! Yeah. It's a hilarious line I already repeated. Yeah. What was your after credits thing? Yeah, it was a joke because... Oh. Oh, yeah. um, So the speaker... The speaker for Thanos is in front of Thanos, and he's like, oh, Loki failed. And Thanos just looks at the screen, and then he smiles. And uh, you're like, oh, okay, so something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. They hadn't cast Joss Brolin to play him yet, so because he wasn't alive. He's in the Goonies. Or, he probably was alive, but... <laughs> <laughs> he's in the Goonies. What was Josh Brolin up to in 1993? When did Goonies come out? Like the 80s. 80s, for sure. Okay, so he's still rolling in that goon money. He's got that that good goon. Not good. That Goobies. Stank goon. <laughs> 1985. Yeah. All right, well, uh, that was Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Anoop, I'm so curious. Tell me your thoughts. Well, Colleen, on a scale from, well, I guess any number, really. How many Beetle juices is Hocus Pocus? Mm. Matt, how many... How many Beetlejuices would you give Hocus Pocus? So Beetlejuice is like an admittedly campy Tim Burton-y movie, but I like that camp and I like the effects of it and I like the Tim Burton world. I guess I'm just saying I like the movie Beetlejuice and I don't like the movie Hocus Pocus. Mm -hmm. The problem about the sliding scale is like when you go into the extremes, like very small subdivisions or very big multiples of, it seems to get blown out of proportion very fast. Maybe 0.33. Okay. Repeating? Hey, obviously. I'm just making sure. Because you gave something recently like a 0.00005. I think it was like Resident Evil after Friends yeah, or something. Yeah, because it was bad. Well, that's where I'm like, the, the scale doesn't hold very well. Uh, Friends is good. Resident that's... Evil is bad. No, it's good. Anyways. It's a good game. I feel like you're taking sort of your sort of inner sort of sadness over the fact that nobody cares about your intro and you're using it to shit on my perfect scale system, <laughs> which is perfect. You guys couldn't remember we... the thing that we've done 21 times. Matt, nobody cares. Yeah, fuck Did you. Did you think about that? Yeah, I fuck think you. about that a lot. Yeah. Anyways, Colleen, how many Beetlejuices? That's a tough one. If you give this a one-to-one ratio, I'm going to be mad. Okay, it's a tough one because they're both... Okay, I think Beetlejuice is the better movie, just objectively. Um, But Hocus Pocus, I watched... Like, it has a lot of the nostalgia factor for me. Like, I don't know how we've gone... We've been together for seven years, and I don't know how I haven't made you watch this movie yet. Because I've definitely watched it since we've been together, just apparently not with you. Um... And I have not watched Beetlejuice since we've been together. But I guess like 0.8 Beetlejuices. Because I don't like it that much more than Beetlejuice. Or that much less than Beetlejuice. If you like this more than Beetlejuice, you're allowed to say more than one. Don't let Matt bully you into dropping Well, I don't know. But like, okay, if I'm... Okay, Objectively, 0.8 Beetlejuices, but with nostalgia factor, 1.6 Beetlejuices. 1.6 Beetlejuices. I think that's where it's got to be. 
I just I don't think you gotta honestly assess let, your let own your yeah, let your hocus pocus flag fly. It's I just guess. so good, and it's one of those movies where like I will watch it every year, and I will laugh, and I will think about how bad the movie is. This wasn't but I a still Disney Channel movie. This was a movie that they like actually tried to make and put in theaters, and but it was bad. If it were a Disney Channel movie, original movie, it would be excellent. It would be a good Disney Channel movie, but still a bad movie. Yeah, so it, put it it's into that like, context. It's got too many good actors to be a Disney Channel TV movie. Right. And it has too many bad performances to be a full-fledged <laughs> like cinematic <laughs> the Disney The fact movie. that Disney knew not to put this out at the same time as Nightmare Before Christmas and release it in July speaks volumes to this movie. Yeah. All right, a new. Yeah. Uh, so I, I enjoyed this way more than I thought I was going to yes! enjoy this. Yeah. Uh, there are legitimately funny parts of this movie. I think there's a good, probably like 30 minute chunk in the middle. That's actually just kind of back to back laughs and good scenes, which out of an hour and 30 minute movie is not a bad. Ratio. I mean, we watched jungle to jungle as a group, so we know <laughs> how bad a movie can really be. Right. Right. And I think you're, you're, you've, you've gone, you've got grown a little soft because we haven't had something strictly terrible in a minute. It's true. It's true. In a few episodes, right? Like friends is not so offensively bad. It's just, not your cup of tea resident evil 4 was your choice which you liked despite i mean well, we'll talk about the taste in video games and the sound game. there but then uh beetlejuice was good uh so this movie is surprisingly good i think in terms of like aesthetic they could i think this movie needed one more strong choices like, it should have maybe hit that PG line a little bit more and had some slightly more adult humor. It could have been a little bit more spooky. It could have been a little bit... I mean, the performances could have been better. They, Max is just... The only redeemable feature of Max is Danny. Danny is, like, the solid performance of this movie. Yeah. And then the three witches themselves. Uh... Those like those four together do a good job. I honestly think if Bette Midler were not in this movie, I would... Not it would not. Be I really think Kathy and Jimmy has some solid lines. That's true. But just the performances uh, yeah, of both her and Sarah Jessica Parker are so <laughs> annoying. Like, That's the point. I, I know, but and and Winnie has to like deal with her annoying fucking sisters. But like this is like like watching Barney. This is like kids entertainment that watching as an adult is kind of hard to watch for me. Like That's true. It's just like it's so bad and so yeah i do think they could have hit some of the more adult side of things a little harder but i don't think it's strictly like children's humor no it's definitely not but i think those the performances are in that territory where they're i don't i mean i think like things like calming circle are like a very new. it's like a funny joke yeah Uh, i also think like we've gotten better over time at making children's movies have adult humor in them that work really well. Like, even, like, Finding Nemo. uh, No, I mean, the thing is, you just only watch the ones that... Like, there are plenty of garbage kids movies out there. Oh, for sure. we just don't see any of them. No, 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 for sure. But I don't think this was intended to be just, like, a kids... Strictly kids movie. No, definitely not. But... Okay, we didn't get to a noob's rating yet. Calm down. Stop So the thing is, like, this movie has... 
it's very inoffensive in a lot of ways. So I feel like I could probably watch it again just because it's like, uh, whatever, it's on. It's no big deal. But um, I don't think it could ever, like, be something that I then recommend to people. Like, I'd still probably say, like, oh, Beetlejuice, you gotta check that out. But Hocus Pocus, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I can see why somebody might like that movie. I've seen it. Yeah, I think I'll probably give Hocus Pocus a .7 Beetlejuices. Eh. It's like, it's better than I thought it would be. It has some appeal, but it's not quite something that I would then be like, oh, hey, you need to watch Hocus Pocus. If somebody was like, oh, I love Hocus Pocus, I'd be like, yeah, let's watch it. Yep. That That's kind of where I am. Whereas Beetlejuice, I wouldn't be offended to yeah, see Hocus Pocus. Beetlejuice, I feel like I would actually recommend to somebody who hadn't seen it before and just be like, yeah, it's kind of a, like, it's a fun, like, take it with a grain of salt. It's an older movie. The effects could be better, but fun fun yeah. movie but but hocus pocus is like the only people that i talk to hocus talk to about hocus pocus are people that have seen hocus pocus and the only reason i made y'all watch it was for the podcast yeah i think again this is what i was talking about where i want someone to put together all of our scales from when we started doing this and like what was the base the root number and then what have we expanded and contracted to because like me putting 0.33 hocus pocus is like somewhere in there was jungle to jungle which blew out the whole scale so now like how many legends of the hidden temple did i give hocus pocuses and was that too much or too little i'm concerned but it was watchable. like i would watch it again i'm with the new i just it didn't hit it didn't stick the landing as much for me as it did for a new clearly oh i forgot the last scene in the movie is the book opening its eye that's what I was trying to remember. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. No, the Thanos thing is from Avengers. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm remembering now. Yeah. Okay. So that, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Because I was thinking, it's like, I don't even think Loki was in this movie. <laughs> we got to watch The Mask at some point. Oh. Did you know The Mask? The Mask from The Mask is The Mask of Loki. Really? Yeah. It's, like, it's in the MCU. Yeah. No, it's, it's not actually <laughs> the MCU. But, I got excited. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. Anything else? But guys, we're done with Spooktober. Oh, wow. Spook. I think that's season. the end of Spooktober. I, th- I think we're all spooked out. Yeah. Everything you Oof. remember sucks. <laughs> Whatever the vampire. Everything you remember spooks. Sorry, I'm just reading about the music for the movie, and it was originally going to be scored by James Horner, who did the music for Titanic, but he became unavailable at the last minute. Yeah, I mean, this definitely isn't a Danny Elfman soundtrack, no. I'll tell you that much. No. See, that's like, okay. You can't compete We always with do Danny this Elfman where we end soundtrack. and then we talk a little bit more. There's just like one or two things missing from making this like an actual classic. Like, yeah, being having more of an aesthetic or a good score besides the one track. Being a musical, I think, would have been awesome for this. Oh, yeah. Just so close. Yeah. All right, well. I. I... Go ahead. Oh, I think the bones are all there. Yeah. The bones are all yeah, there. Yeah, we saw Max's after the murder. <laughs> Specifically Max's bones <laughs> in that one scene after he gets the boner for murder. All right. Ship us off, Colleen. Uh, I don't remember what I say. See you next week. Yeah. See you next time. Thanks. Yeah, you just say goodbye. It's like a regular human interaction, but with the podcast instead. You're right. TTYL. See ya. TTYL. XOXO. Gossip Girl.
Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. Thanks. Next week, uh, everything you remember sucks. Gossip, Gossip Girl. Girl. Oh shit, that'd be a good episode. <laughs> no, that's but probably not. I it. won't do that. It's too early. I also recently rewatched Gossip Girl because I'm a basic bitch. Okay. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Everything You Remember Sucks. Wait, don't you do this? Yeah, you're you're ending the podcast. I'll do my little. No, I thought the person that. How do I not remember how to do any parts of our podcast? Just, just say, say goodbye, goodbye, and then then the person just, who's actually doing next week's episode comes back in. Just go for it. No, that's not how it works. That's absolutely how. That's how it works. Say goodbye. No, you usually say thanks for listening. The new person says thanks right. for listening to this week's episode of Everything You Remember right. Sucks. And then they join their... us next time. Right. That's the little like teaser, but you that's still say stinger. goodbye. Like thanks for listening and see you next time. Oh, so I'm not doing the the outro. You're not doing the outro. No, well, what do you... I, You're just saying goodbye. Yeah, just say goodbye. Well, fuck you. All right. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. I'm sorry for the negativity and sort of aggression. The unnecessary Hope you guys had a good spooktober. Bye. Thanks for listening to Everything You Remember Sucks and Trust in the Heart of the Cards. See you next week. <laughs>